This is episode 278 of the Fearless Launching Show. I'm your host, Anne Samoylov, and today I'm taking you behind the scenes because I discovered something that I had let go and was actually impacting traffic, my sales, and probably my brand overall. So I'm going to encourage you to step out of your launch bubble today because this is the kind of stuff we can't let slide. And so even if you are in the weeds on your launch, you're really focused on making sure all those bits and pieces are tied up with a bow and looking amazing, it's important not to forget the rest of your business. So I'll see you inside. Hi, I'm Ann Samoylov, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done for you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. All right, so I know that I generally talk about launches and how to make your launches better, but today I want to just address something that I think is important to your launches because sometimes I just like sit in my little launch bubble and I forget that there's this whole other business outside of the bubble, the launch bubble, that actually does impact what happens on the launch. And because I'm always working on the project, on someone's project or in someone's launch, it's really easy to forget that you have this whole business to run. And this actually makes me think of when I was working with Laura Roeder years and years ago, and we would always need someone kind of watching what was happening in the business because it's so easy to get consumed by all the pieces in your launch. You actually might even feel like you lose a little bit of your passion for what you're launching because you're just so in the weeds of getting everything set up and the course and the program and all that stuff. So that's, that's been me. And if you think about it, I, it, it's like I'm the worst case scenario because I'm either looking at people's launches all day long or looking at my own. And so there are things that get kind of left in the dust. And that brings me to what I've been spending my entire August on. Actually, truth is I've been, I started working on it in July, but I decided that I would make this a priority for August. And that it actually is just my business and my personal life. And it's really focusing on ways to improve, to repurpose, to clean up, to purge. And even just this past weekend, I, you know, I've been wanting to just get rid of my ginormous king bed that I just, I'm just not loving it anyway. So my room just has been feeling like crazy stuffed to the gills. Right. And I think that after a weird 
Netflix binging of Selling Sunset <laughs> a few years, not a few years, but a few weeks ago, I started thinking, I just want less stuff. I want all this crap gone. So, so of course it kind of was in my personal space. And then I started looking at all the stuff in my business and I'm just identifying things that are broken, that no longer fit me. Why is this here? Why haven't I cleaned this? Whatever. Like, why is there dust in this exact spot? And it's the same thing with our business. Over time, our sites, our forms, all of the images, all of the content, all that past work we we created and is standing there as a signpost, as like a, as a representation of our business it needs some help. It sometimes needs some help. It can get a little bit messy. So if you continually create, you're creating new things, eventually you're going to hit a point where everything just feels like a mess. Because if you're just creating and creating and creating and creating, this is why I always have people do an inventory because then that brings things you would think that I would have been, you know, aware of all this mess ahead of time. But the inventory is your opportunity to look at what you've already created. And it really just gets you back in touch with what you've been doing outside of your launch, outside of your evergreen system and funnel and all that. And man, it it really, you find out how things are going when you're looking for that one Google Doc that you need from a past launch that you know the email is in there or something or a webinar outline and you left it untitled so you can't find it. Like I'm talking about these kinds of things. Um, Or perhaps you're just like, you know what? Why is my traffic? All of a sudden you think, why did my traffic kind of go down during this period of time? And then you realize that you want to find these keynote slides that for this webinar that you want to offer again, or you want to, you want to freshen up or whatever, and you can't find it. Okay. So this is all, those are all real things that I've experienced. And that's when I started digging in and discovering a few kind of crazy things, broken stuff, old recycled posts that no longer were even relevant links, links, not even just to my stuff that no longer worked, but links to other people's stuff that were no longer working. And what you used to call, talk about, you know, maybe, maybe you have like a, a new business and you have something that was maybe written like 10 years ago. <laughs> I'm, I'm speaking for a friend, of course. And you're thinking, you know, at one point you thought, oh, I'm going to keep all this Pilates content in here because people like, like to kind of go back in time and see how someone started. They don't go that far back in. So we can just chill on that. And so that stuff is completely irrelevant to your launch and you're getting people reaching out to you, wondering if they can interview you about said old business that is completely not even active. So you see where we're all, this can cause a ton of confusion, right? But, and I'm going to just, I'm going to share more about specifics of what I'm doing, but what, what this, what this showed me was a, 
SEO is important, okay? Because even when you're not sharing all the things on social, and this year has been very interesting, right? We've, uh, most everyone has been knocked off their normal schedule a little bit, especially if you have other people in your life and you're trying to navigate this whole uh, coronavirus and all of that, right? But when you're not sharing things on social or emailing out for whatever reason, SEO actually helps people keep finding your site. But if there's, there's issues with your site that you don't even know, then that SEO can't work for you. So I'm, I am, and I, a few months ago, I had a friend who was kind of encouraging me to look into it a little bit more, hire someone to look into it. And I'm like, ah, I'll do that, you know. But really, that's the stuff that's important that kind of holds us over, that bridges that gap. When we go off the grid, it's still out there kind of doing the work for us um, and helping other people find the value and find the training or find the tip or the resource that you offer. So SEO was one thing that caused that traffic slowdown. Um, And of course, because I wasn't, there was like a time, I think earlier this year where I wasn't emailing out as regularly. Now I am every single week and I have been for the last couple months, but earlier in the year I wasn't. And then that's why I was like, oh, well, that sucks. So if I'm not sharing it on social, I'm not going to get any traffic. So that's what SEO is for. Okay. The next piece that kind of, I realized that all these little mistakes, broken things was actually, this is actually scarier is that I was not putting any importance on these things. I mean, I'm talking about there's a, there's podcast episodes that we're still finding that we're using the embed code from the smart player it was Pat Flynn's podcast player. He might still have it, but we're just using the basic Libsyn player, right? But there's a lot of posts. I mean, I started this podcast in 2015. So there's a lot of posts. Um, There's a lot of episodes, but imagine someone finds your post or your podcast episode. They can't, they can't listen because the uh, embed code isn't there. It isn't updated. And, or there's something broken they, something like a link or an image. And so it looks like this little crappy thing in the corner (laughs) and then they end up somehow miraculously clicking on something and going to another post. Ooh, we always want people to dive a little bit deeper, right? And stay on our site. What if more broken things are on those pages? I mean, I'm laughing, but it's actually embarrassing. And I had to ask myself, how is this affecting someone's perception or experience working with me before they're working with me. I mean, these links and broken things become your brand. They become your brand. They're no longer just like, oh, so-and-so, there's a link that's not broke. There's a link that's not working. I mean, this happened. I mean, broken links do happen and that's fine. I'm okay with that. There's no shame in that. But if it's a constant thing that you keep finding, it's embarrassing. And also it erodes And I think this goes along with brand. It's just the trust that someone has in doing business with your brand. Um, So I think this stuff is important. And I think that, yes, it's important also to create a launch experience and decide how you want to launch and do these amazing webinars and challenges and put together some sort of on-demand, really personalized funnel. And that stuff is really important. But 
when you've got one giant piece of your puzzle, let's say your podcast, like I think social is a little bit easier, but even that gets a little bit funky. Okay. I'm going to tell you why some of these things happen, but the entire experience ends up being disjointed and frustrating for people. So do you want that to be people's experience of working with you, even if they're not actually paying to work with you yet? I don't. So broken stuff, like I said, included images. There's a ton of images. And the reason why this happened, by the way, the the broken stuff, especially the images, is because about a year and a half ago, our site was hacked and we made a move pretty quickly to WP Engine, which was great. WP Engine is amazing. I'm going to link them below just because I think I haven't had literally one problem since I've worked with them. And they are, they're just so supportive. And I could literally stay on support chat all day, even though they would hate me. And I always get my questions answered. They're so helpful. Whereas when I was with another host, it was just like, I knew more than them, which is scary because I don't know more than, more than these people. But for some reason I did. Anyway, so that move something happened. We didn't, we didn't go back. I didn't have anybody on the team go back and check to make sure things weren't broken. Okay. So now, and then of course there's old links that happened because of a change to Kajabi and then a change in the URL at Kajabi. So that happens as well. And then, um, the posts that go out, I think that the, the links that no longer work that are outgoing links, I think that there's no excuse for those. And now there is a system in place, especially for like at least every six months or so, we're going to go into our top performing posts and just ensure that things are working. And also I've started seeing this happen. I don't think, I think we got most of them, but any Pilates related posts from the olden days, I did keep some of the productivity posts, but some of the Pilates specific and fitness and recipes or whatever the heck I was sharing in 2008, um, those are all being just redirected to my homepage. <laughs> so, so that they are no longer, hopefully what people will be searching for, but you know, never know something might come up. Who knows? Anyways. So, um, yeah, that, that, that's going to be a whole process and we're slowly working through that. And I'll tell you more about what we're doing to fix these things, but my goodness, um, I mean, it's, it's been nuts. Okay. So I decided that I was going to start and just kind of create this whole process for updating things. But I want to tell you first what happened within a few weeks of just making a few changes. I mean, I'm not in there now myself, but in the very initial days that I made these, some of these discoveries, I kind of put myself through my own process and created that for, for someone else to do where I would like, I, okay, we're going to go through, there are a few sites that you can actually use for free that will help you tell you if you've got broken images or links. Those are the, the most important ones to me. And then you go to those links 
and you start making updates. You, you update like the fearless launching, by the way, one of the most common old links was www.fearlesslaunching.com. And it's simply, or HTTP, not the HTTPS was that, was that, and just updating it. So it's just fearlesslaunching.com. Oh my gosh. Right. That's just insane. And there were a few Kajabi links from that initial Kajabi URL that we use. We're not using like a custom domain yet for that, for that site. I'm just still, you know, doing redirects, but okay. So anyway, so within a few weeks of just making some of these changes, here's what has happened. Uh, more traffic to those main sites. I mean, to the main pages and blog posts and more opt-ins for my tools and resources like the launch workbook and the launch roadmap. So if you're listening to this and you're in fearless launching, you don't need to download those things. Those are all, I put those in the program so you don't have to keep downloading and adding, adding more, uh, different emails to your experience over here. That's sometimes what happens as well. I'm not even talking about the, the cleanup that's happening on the email list. Okay. But just within a few different, different changes, really simple ones. There are more people going to those top pieces of content and there are more people staying, which means the bounce rate is going down and there are more people signing up for our resources, like our webinar, our on-demand webinar, which I will tell you more about that in a little bit. Um, but the workbook and the roadmap and going to our other things. So to me, that's enough. So if that keeps improving, then I know this stuff is working, but also, so one of the things that I did in that initial day, and I'm sorry, this is kind of like a rambly conversation. This is a conversation like I would have with my business besties and I would tell them what I was doing. But one of the things that I kind of started doing, because I'm like, I am not going to go through my blog, like post by post. So what I wanted to make sure is like every weekend I'm going to go through and it's me. And I know it's not really the a hundred dollar, a thousand dollar an hour tasks that I should be doing, but it actually helps me just understand also what's going out and actually kind of find holes. I won't do this forever, but I go into meet Edgar. I see what's in the queue for the next five days I go to each one of those and ensure that each post is relevant and, <laughs> and has links that are working. And if there's anything messed up, I just, you know, I'm not even replacing the images that are broken. I'm just deleting anything that looks broken. The only thing that I might be updating on those is if it's one of those podcast posts that doesn't have a player embedded in it because it was that smart player, podcast player, um, embed code which I don't use. I don't have any real good reason why I don't use it. So you can go check that out. I don't even know if it's really, I'm assuming it's available still, but I don't use that myself. Um, so I still got work to do. Okay. We're in the process right now, but now that I've identified some of those main problems, like the broken images, the old links that are internal links, and the old links that are external links, the outdated or irrelevant content, um, 
here's what I'm doing to make this process go faster and more effective. And I, yeah, this is what I'm doing. I basically created a clear process for updates of the blog. I included my check meet Edgar Q every week to this process so that it's not me doing it. I'm doing it in this month just so I can kind of see the flow of things. Do I have enough um, posts in each category? I'm, I'm just looking at other parts of that social media process. So that's why I'm in there, not because I want to be. And then, um, part of that process is all also like the, the two. And if you guys want to know those, I can share those with you, but the two sites where I can do free searches, um, not every, I think I just, I think you get a certain number of links that they'll show every single day for, like, you can't do like, you can't do like a mill. They can't be, it won't show all of your blog, but it will get you started. So it'll show like a certain number of posts that have broken things and then what to do when they need to be updated. Um, so I created that clear process because I don't want to be doing it myself. And I know that that's my first step in not doing it myself. Next, I hired someone to just make updates on the blog. So SEO links, removing outdated things, removing those, removing all that stuff, going through the process and actually just updating the process if there's additional things that they discover. And then number three, once that text and broken thing process is pretty much underway with someone else, I'm going to be hiring someone to create new graphics for all the new images, which actually is fine because honestly, I'm just about to start a new chapter for the fearless launching show, which is going, you'll, you'll just see it. It's going to still be the fearless launching show, but we are going to shift slightly and really refine what we're talking about here because it's, it's more than just a product launch that we're talking about. And we don't need to prove ourselves against, you know, gurus or anything like that. This is really fearless launching is kind of like a state of mind. So you'll hear more about that in the future, but we need someone, we need a designer anyways, to design new art, new cover art. And so that's going to just coincide with that for us. So this is really just what's happening behind the scenes. I like hitting the pause button sometimes and just saying, hold up. What's the impact of these little things that we let slide? And how has that been affecting my launch, my launches? How's it affecting my funnel? You know, and am I missing an opportunity to simply just improve what I've already got? Right? So hopefully this, this episode was helpful to you. I would love to know if you've ever discovered this type of thing on your blog and what you do. Do you just go heads down until it's all done yourself? Have you hired someone to help you? Um, what has your experience been? But don't discount this stuff that doesn't seem important. Yes, it is if you're looking at the, I think it's like the Eisenhower matrix. If you're looking at this matrix with the boxes, there's like four quadrants. This might look like the not urgent, but important because in the end, all of this stuff reflects on your business, right? And I would rather you go into like, who wants any of that resistance? Like people are all already resistant kind of going into this whole process. And if there's anything you can do to get to know your people, make them feel comfortable with you, let them know that you care 
show that you care by caring about your own presence, your own stuff, your website, your blog, the links, even how you care about a link being wrong or incorrect. Just think about that person, that end user who's just clicking on something and keeps clicking on things going, dang it, no links on this blog post even work. And I was really hoping to get some help here. (laughs) So just imagine that end user. Anyways, um, that is all for now. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I would love to hear from you. So make sure to go come over to Instagram. I have been loving some of the new conversations and new people I'm meeting over there, but come over to Instagram. I put my little link in the show notes and DM me and just say, Hey, I heard what you said today. I'm doing this too. I'd love some accountability. Like I need some accountability. Um, and I need some reminders. So anyways, Have a great rest of your week and I will talk to you next week. Take care.